aboard PanCon Flight 257 to London. Flight time today will be six hours and 30 minutes. Welcome to part two of our Left Behind series, Revelation Station. Today we're talking about the Left Behind remake, or as I like to call it, Christian Sully. Welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where I, <laughs> where we look at the movies that I... That, ah. oh, man, you almost had it with that one. The podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they're actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shapsmith, and I am the greatest good you are ever going to get. And my name is Clint Jazz Hands Page, and I am what the French call laissez compétent. And I, is Sully Christian? We'll find out. I don't out. know. I, I, as I said it, I thought, hmm, he might have, he might already, Christian Sully might be already Christian Sully. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie Sully, but I, yeah. know, the <laughs> I know the concept. And so in this movie Sully, he said, there is a scene where he's in front of Congress or, you know, whatever the heck is happening. And he's like, by the way, I am a Christian. <laughs> I had to I lay am... in the, pla- the plane because it was I was late for church. Um, Sully is indeed a Christian. Okay. How did you confirm that that quickly? Did you call is him? Sully a Christian? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. So he did. Maybe he was the pilot that got raptured and Nick Cage crashed into his plane. Mm, yeah, that, that could have happened. Um, do you think at a certain point when the geese flew in to his jet engine, he did the the thing and said, "Jesus, take the wheel," and that's what happened? Um, yeah, because they called it a miracle on the Hudson. And, that's true. And unless Sully is claiming to be a false prophet, it had to be done divinely. Yeah, I don't know if Sully himself claimed it was a miracle. Um, yeah, it? he never denied it. He never denied it. That's true. He could be the Antichrist. Um, Is Sully the Antichrist? Are you Googling that now? I'll, I can. <laughs> yeah, please do. Is Sully... Let's see. Is Sully the the pilot alive? No. Let's see. Is Sully the anti. Okay, what I Googled when I said, Is Sully the Anti? What came up is, Is Sully Sullenberger the Antichrist the movie? So... Hmm. We're going with that one here, folks. Interesting. Well, Christianity hey, today. before we hop aboard the Revelation Station train, um, we did, I did want to talk about some sad news um, mm-hmm. that I read on the internet yesterday. Uh, well, it's not really sad news if you really think about it, but um, they did just come out and announce that the reason Mushu is not in the new Mulan movie is because he was a Christian and he got raptured to heaven. So he's yeah. in heaven with God now, and unfortunately they didn't get to put him in the Mulan movie, but but, but good Did, for him. So talking about the new Mulan movie streaming on, well, not streaming on Disney+, Plus, streaming with a price. Um, you know, there's a character called, that is a cricket in the, uh, in the, the cartoon, right? I believe his name is Cricket Sully. Yeah. Uh, in the new remake, there is a character whose name is Cricket cricket and he says he's good luck so i wish i was making that up but i'm not folks wait I, i'm confused what do you mean he says he's good luck 
He just there's a character. I was watching clips from the new movie Mulan live action, mm-hmm. and there's a character. He says, "Hi, my name's Cricket, and my mom says I'm good luck." And he's like a human being. Yes, he is a human person, man. Okay, so that is clever and funny. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so all we can do at this point is really just kind of stand under Disney Plus and like wait for the crumbs to drop and <laughs> gobble up every little morsel we can catch because we don't have thirty dollars. Some nope. people probably do. We don't have that many dollars. Uh, uh, just want to give you an update. Sully is not the Antichrist. Okay. However, um, in this article by Christianity Today, they do take a full paragraph to talk about how Tom Hanks had to dye his hair white to play Sully. What is the article about? Um, it is about Sully. It's from what Christianity about him? What's Christianity this, Today's take on Sully? Sully, a terrific haunting recasting, recasting of a true of the true nature of heroism. What if they wrote that article not realizing that they were actually watching this movie, the movie we're talking about today, Left Behind 2014? Mm, Ray Steele in Ray, the role. Rayford Steele, right? Isn't it Ray? Well, he calls himself Ray in yeah. this. Yeah, they do some some name switcheroos in this one. Um, yeah, some short some abbreviations like Buck's real name is Cameron. Yeah, well, they couldn't call him Cameron in the other one because Kirk Cameron was Kirk Cameron. Him, yeah, and, that's, and that's a fair point. Be confused by that, but um, we'll we'll go. T- wait a second, that's his <laughs> real name. This must be fiction. <laughs> I thought that was his last name. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll talk about Left Behind. But I did want just say that we don't we don't have thirty dollars, so we're not doing Mulan episode right now as we thought we would have been doing at this time of year we will do mulan at some point when we get 30 dollars. so if you want us to do a mulan movie if you want us to do a mulan episode send us 30 dollars in the mail yeah or just go to our um our etsy page (laughs) i forgot about that we'll bring that back you used to do a drawing for every episode and no one ever bought any of them to the point where we owed money yeah. to, to get out of our still agreement do. with Etsy. <laughs> what? No, really? I don't know. I th- I thought we just, like, Etsy was like, you owe us money, and so we just, like, panicked and shut down the account, and so we oh, still no, technically owe money. Oh, no, I paid it. Oh, okay, good. It yeah. was only, like, eight bucks, but... <laughs> We're in the clear. Yeah. Well, if people had bought our pictures, maybe we would be doing a Mulan episode right now, but... Yeah, they'll so have this to is wait. your fault, everyone. This is our listeners' fault. Anyway, yeah. uh, we are unfortunately talking about the other Left Behind movie today. After the trauma of our last episode, we got through it and then realized that, uh-oh, there's another one that we have to do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this one came out in 2014 and stars America's good boy, Nicolas Cage, the man who yep. stole the Declaration of Independence. And now he's stealing our hearts as he stays on Earth while his wife goes to heaven. It just goes to show you that even though you read the word God in the Declaration of Independence, that doesn't mean you believe in him. Mm-hmm. Just like the pastor. Bruce, is that his name? The Pastor, <laughs> pastor Bruce. I think maybe. his name is Bruce something. He's he's in the first one a little bit more, but he's in this movie like just a little bit. Yeah. He didn't scream. He didn't have his moment. Yeah, he there, didn't have there his are, whole, yeah. There are a lot of moments in this one where the roles are switched, you know? Like, um, I'm not sure what you mean. 
Say more. Like it, in the Kirk Cameron version, Rayford goes and sees the pastor at the church. Oh, and, right. That's you know, true. Talks with him. And in this one, it's Chloe because Rayford's trapped in the air. Right. He's in the airplane the entire movie for this one. Sorry, is... I'm trying to find his name, but instead I'm watching an ad for Empire. Perfect. While you watch your Empire ad, uh, should we talk about our personal experience with the movie Left Behind 2014? Absolutely. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, for me, I heard <laughs> that they were making a new Left Behind movie, and I said, really? And this was <laughs> in 2014. And I saw in a trailer that Nicolas Cage was in it, and again, I said, really? And um, did not see the movie, and... Uh, forgot about it for a few years until we decided to do a series on the Left Behind movies on our podcast, and then I watched it today, about an hour ago, and I have mm-hmm. thoughts about it. What about you? Yeah. Um, what what time of year did this come out? Because this either... No, this came out while I was in college, um, and I, I'm kind of like you. I mean, I was scarred enough to uh, you know remember when the first Left Behind movie came out to win uh, they announced, hey, we're doing another. I, I kind of shuddered a little bit. But, uh, I mean, I was kind of like you. I was like, oh, they got Nick Cage in this one. They, maybe they're doing it right. Yeah, um, maybe. And then It came and then out in, in October, it. so it was a spooky release. It went, mm, Perfect, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't see it in the movie theaters. And then I saw it last night as my wife slept on the couch. Oh, good. And I'm glad you didn't have to see any of this. And everyone, it's free on YouTube. It is so free on YouTube. Check it out. Watch it while you're on the turlet. And uh, yeah, that's I watched it last night, and I also have thoughts. Um, before we get into our proper thoughts, can can you pull up a picture of the poster for this movie? Because I'd like to talk uh, about there, this. There are a few, and I wanted to talk about, to talk about this too. Okay. So, which poster are you referencing? I'm looking at the one that's on IMDb that is a picture of Nicolas Cage with a is it explosion the... behind him. So, is this the one with, like, the red background? Yeah, it's a big fiery background. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking at it now. Um, and really, my only thought about this is, one, it's kind of funny that Nicolas Cage is the only character on there because they're like, well, we have to... <laughs> Nicolas Cage's name is real big at the top, and then... Chad Michael Murray, Cassie Thompson, <laughs> Nikki Willen. Jordan Sparks? Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, Jordan Sparks is in this. Yeah, I missed that entirely. Who was she? Was she one of the people on the plane? Yeah, she was the mother that pulled out a gun, wasn't she? Okay, that makes sense. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Missed that entirely. Wow, that changes yeah. a lot for me. Why is her name not after Chad Michael Murray? Anyway, um, I think it's funny that there is a big explosion in the background as if this is a movie with a lot of explosions. But I think there's one explosion? Yes, there is one explosion at the end when a plane hits a truck. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm sorry. There's two explosions. plane hits a truck at the end, and it like explodes. And then in the parking lot, after everyone gets raptured, another plane hits Cassie's car, and that explodes. Um, it's interesting that, okay, the budget for this was about $16 million, and we said last week that the the budget for the original one was $4 million, which, um, adjusted for inflation, I don't know what that would be, but it would be less than $16 million. <laughs> But this is, like, um, 
this this one chooses to like focus in on the plane as the whole thing. It doesn't try to show the whole world as the other one did, which is yeah. interesting it, because this one has a bigger budget. This movie is actually two movies in one. I feel like. Um, how uh, so compared to the other? Well, there's Cassie's thing where she's on the ground, you know, doing her her stuff or Chloe, whatever her name is. Yeah, Chloe. is Cassie the yeah. actress? I guess. Yeah, Cassie is the yeah, act- actress. Cassie Chloe. Yeah. And so she's doing her thing where she's like, gotta find my brother. Uh, yeah. You know, what, hap- what ha- happened? Um, and then there's the a separate movie where stuff's going down in the plane. Yeah, and they're both boring movies. So um, should we talk? Let's, <laughs> yes. let's go ahead and say what our ratings are for this movie. Um, and you go first. Yeah. Um, I Let me make sure I'm looking at this correctly. Out of 10. We do out of 10, correct? You ask me this every time. Someday we're just going to say it. We're going to both know we do it out of 10. I know. Every I time. Know. Okay. I give it a 1 out of 10. Mm, okay. So you liked this one less than the OG. Yes. Half as much. That's weird. Um, I also gave this a 1 out of 10. However, nice. I, I was very close to giving it a 2 out of 10. Um, but I ultimately decided that I was only... Th- thinking that because I do like this one better than the original one, but I was like, it's it's not better enough to to be a 2 out of 10. It's still a 1 out of 10 movie. It's a very bad movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it sucked. I think but, it was the worst movie of the year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I mean, <laughs> according to whom? Uh, I think Not according to Christians, probably. Uh, yeah, according to the Razzies, it was the worst movie of the year. Oh, wow. Well... Yeah. Um, hey, here's an article that just came up for me. The home improvement mom was recast. It's clear now why. Excuse me, when was she recast? I I don't know, but that's just the article that popped up because I have IMDb still adjacent. What, was she like recast after the pilot or something, and nobody knows the original one? That because is because I don't correct. remember. Okay, because because I remember her always. I watched a lot of Home Improvement growing up. Yeah, samesies. Um, wow. Well, yeah, we'll have to do a whole nother episode about Jill <laughs> from Home Improvement. But yeah, um, the movie Left Behind. So tell me why you liked this one better than, or sorry, less than the original one. That's interesting yeah. to me. Yeah, because I mean, the movie, the first one, the Kirk Cameron one, had at least a goal in mind. You know. It was at least trying to do something. What it was what doing was it trying was to do? Save us from the rapture. And you don't, you don't think this one was trying to do that too? Not at all. No, <laughs> I, there were there were no moments where pe- where you felt convicted or you were supposed to feel convicted or whatever. And while I disagree with how the first one went about it and its theology in general or its eschatology in general, um, with this one it was just like. Oh man, we want to see Nicolas Cage fly land a plane on a highway. Spoiler alert. What's our backdrop here? How about Revelation? And that that mm. was really it. Um, I think that's why this one is better because oh. it is a movie. <laughs> it is it is trying to be a movie and not just a piece of Sunday school propaganda. Yeah. Yeah, but what that that that's why I'm giving it marks off is because it could have been called anything else. 
and could have served its purpose. So why do a left behind? Let's pitch some alternate titles for this movie. I already pitched one, okay. Christian Soli. I think yeah. that's pretty good. Mm, plain Man. Plain Man's not bad. How about National Airplane? Okay, like that's National pretty Tre- good. It could just be a spinoff to National Treasure. How about uh, Where All People Go? <laughs> that's pretty good. How How about The Day Everyone Got a Bunch of Free Clothes? Yeah, okay, that's also good. Um, gun on plane? Question mark. How'd gun, that happen? Gun on plane's not bad. How about um, plane friends? Because they all kind of like are become friends yeah, with each other do. by the end, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how about squeeze brother so tight he disappear? <laughs> I yeah, I I like that. But can I punch it up a little bit? Go ahead. Can it be, dude? I squeezed my brother so tight he disappeared. <laughs> And it's like the, the poster is like the dude wears my car poster, but it's Chloe and she's holding her brother's clothes. And she just looks kind of befuddled. She's yeah. like, oh, darn it. Yeah. I think we got it, folks. I think that's it. Dude, I squeezed my brother so hard he disappeared. Uh, I also, man, Nicolas Cage, he still got it. Interesting. Say more about that. <laughs> this man I I took several notes, but any time, like when I instantly saw him on the screen the first time when he walked into the airport, I just started smiling so much because <laughs> he's so he's so crazy looking. He's America. He's America's crazy dad. Uh, or like uh, he's a guy that stares through your window and watches your family eat dinner. What would you do if uh, you saw? Nicholas Cage eating alone in an Arby's and you happen to be eating at that Arby's. What would you do? Okay, are we doing a bit or do No, th- me- I'm not doing a bit. I'm asking you like th- what if that happened? You see him, he's just chowing down on a beef and cheddar. He's alone. I, I feel very confident in saying I would probably text you first. Yes, I feel like that's what know. would happen. Uh because I did that when I thought I saw um what's his name? Who who plays the dad in The Incredibles? Oh, uh, Craig. Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Yeah. Nelson. Yes. Because I thought I did that. I, I did that when I thought I saw Craig T. Nelson at a Chili's. But <laughs> I uh, forgot about that. Did you ultimately decide that it was not him? I th- yeah. I mean, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would probably text you, and then I I don't think I would be that person that would be like, "Excuse me, Mr. Cage, can I talk with you?" I would probably sit at an adjacent table and take pictures. Mm, that's pretty messed up. I feel like I would sit down with him, and like I don't, I wouldn't even ask permission. I would because it's not like seeing a normal celebrity. Yeah. If I, if I I wouldn't do this if I saw any celebrity in the wild, but if I saw Nick Cage eating alone, I would sit down with him and just like make sure he's okay. I think. Yeah, especially if he's at an Arby's. Hey man, what's going on? I just want to sit here and eat alone. Listen, man, I'm I'm sure a lot of people love Left Behind. It's okay. You can't shake this. Um, yeah. Well, before we uh, dive into this movie even further, I think we're going to need a 10,000-foot view of this movie. Yeah, I thought that this one was going to be easy because I, I was hoping that I could just copy-paste what I said from the last one, but that's not the case. No, it's not really true. Um, I mean, all the 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 bones are there of the first one, but the meat is a little different. 
kind you're of picking yeah. up what I'm putting down. The yeah. char- the characters are the same roughly, mm-hmm. but like yeah. the events are different. Um, Everyone gets raptured, you know that type of thing. How how are we getting up to the sky? Oh, man, what did we do um, last time? Did we fly in an airplane? Yeah, we flew in an airplane, so we I don't we can't do that cannot, again. Um, yeah, we can't do that. Um, oh geez, there's not a lot of elevation here. Other than an airplane. Yeah. Oh, uh, how about we climb up to where Chloe was about to jump off of? I was going to say Nicolas Cage elevates us with his innate star power. But that, that's, you... that's better than mine. Mine was uh, mine was too dark because she, okay. she was about to jump off and commit suicide. She was about to kill herself, yeah. yes, uh, which I want to talk about that later. Yeah, so Nicolas Cage elevates us with his charm and star power, and woo, we're up 10,000 feet. How we get up here? We know. But you you don't. Um, so yeah, uh, there's this there's this girl. Her name's Chloe, and she comes home from college to see her daddy on his birthday. And once you know, he's got to fly his dang plane. Uh, and she's kind of suspicious about that because he, that that seems oddly convenient that he got called in on his birthday. And she's like, "Mom, Dad's having an affair." And she's like, "No, I'm a dumb Christian." <laughs> and uh, they they end up arguing over their Christianity. Um, and once you know, Chloe goes home. Her dad's up in the airplane, and he is having an affair. He's going to a Bono concert. <laughs> and, um, I want to talk more about that. Let sure, sure. Uh, and then, bang, poof, everyone gets raptured. And they're all like, beans, what's happening now? And Ray is having to land this plane back in New York, and man, he's almost out of gasoline. And Chloe's just running around trying to find her brother. And then eventually, she uh, gets a hold of her dad and Buck Williams, who is in love with her after sitting with her in a Cinnabon at the airport. <laughs> for three and, and a half minutes. For three and a half minutes, maybe, at most. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they realize, well, dang it, we can't make it till LaGuardia. And the air traffic control man literally says, I don't know, Ray, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) And so Chloe builds a landing strip on a highway and sets it on fire. Builds builds is a generous word. She pushes some cones out of the way with a truck and a porta potty out of the way with a truck. And then the plane lands, and then that's it. And then they, they go, hmm. This is the end of the world. No, it's only the beginning. <laughs> we should, we've stepped in it now, and that's really it. Yeah, so uh, that's all that I have. Um, it was a lot easier to get through this one than the other one. Yeah, the plot is a little bit less convoluted in this one because it is a little bit more focused. It's 100% linear. It is more linear and more focused. Nikolai, nowhere to be seen, which is sad because I like Nikolai. I think he's kind of a cool villain. Wish yeah. he was in this movie. You think the Antichrist is a compelling villain? Yeah, he's, he's arguably one <laughs> of the best vill- villains of all time. Can we? Yeah, I agree. H- who would you cast as Nikolai if you were g- making a sequel to this movie? Oh, man. I mean, it's got to be somebody handsome. It's got to be somebody, you, you know, not Ukrainian, Romanian. Just kidding. Do they, they have to no, be they Romanian? Don't, no, they don't have to be. I don't know who's can, Romanian. They, they can do an accent? I yeah. mean... Let's see. The first person I would think of is Michael Fassbender. Interesting. <laughs> Thank God him to do this movie. I'm trying to think of like a B tier actor who I think like might actually 
do it. Yeah, like I mean, Michael Fassbender would not do it, but um, he would be good. Yeah. I think we can agree on that. I think it would end up being someone like Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Macaulay Culkin's like, I think I'm going to be an actor. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back into acting. And they're like, we have a perfect opportunity for you. The Antichrist. He's 40 now. Did you know that? I did know that. It's he t- terrifying. He tweeted about it recently, and he was like, want to feel old? I'm 40. <laughs> and then the internet threw up on itself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, mean, if I'm being honest, he literally broke the internet with that one. He literally did. He yeah. won the internet. He did. Him. Well, Ellen had to give it up because yeah, no he had one, to pry it from Ellen's cold Ellen's dead hands. Cold. <laughs> yep. And uh, he did also get her TV show as well, which is exciting. We're happy for him. Yeah, I could see Jimmy Fallon playing the Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> that could work, actually. I could see that working. And he's yeah, Catholic, right. I think. So, um, I don't. Well, he's really... Hollywood Catholic. Yeah, I think. Um, I I don't know what his eschatology is, but I could see him being on board with this. I think we can make it happen. Should we defer to Google? What uh, does who should play Jimmy the? Fallon? Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> who should play the anti-Christ? The anti-chamber. What does that mean? Wait, Ryan Murphy has revealed who will play the Antichrist in American Horror Story. Oh, yeah, because they're doing, like, American Horror Story Apocalypse. Mm, That's fun. Well, let me tell you, he is handsome. Don't know who this kid is, but he is handsome. Okay. So, Um, I'm on board. Let me hit you with this. Um, Jerry Seinfeld as our boy Nikolai Carpathia. Good. Yep, I'm on board with it. We gotta end world hunger! <laughs> we gotta end world peace. End world peace. No, he wants world peace. I mean, we, we gotta start world peace because world. world peace is bad. That's how you know he's a bad guy is because he it's, wants yeah, good things to happen. That's true. Hey, so I want to talk a little bit about this movie. Um, Do we have to? <laughs> the, yeah, the intro. I want the intro music. Yeah, it's very happy. Like, it felt like a Hallmark movie. It did. It's very much the opposite of the other one, which was scary, spooky music over shots of Israel. This one is like yes. happy Hallmark music over shots of happy people in an airport. Well, I looked. I did some Google searching, and Chad Michael Murray and the girl that was the stewardess uh, were both in Hallmark movies together. So That makes a lot of sense. This, this yeah. movie does feel, you know, that's very interesting that you say that, because I was going to talk about, like, what is the, the general vibe of this movie, and it, it feels kind of God's Not Dead-ish, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like it is more competently made a little bit than the original one is, but not a whole sure. lot. But I think more than that typical Christian movie vibe, you get a Hallmark vibe from it. I think that yeah. actually is more what I'm getting. Yeah, like a Hallmark or a uh, what's the, what's the other one that does more serious stuff? Um, Showtime. I don't know, but uh, uh, not to be Showtime. Funny, but I don't remember. I don't know. Game yeah, show but network. yeah, it, <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, I looked it up. They they were both in uh, Hallmark movies together, and I knew I had seen that girl someplace. Um, you know, if you I, set this movie at Christmas time and have it end <laughs> with Chad Michael Murray and Chloe kissing at the end, this could be a Hallmark movie. 
But actually, that's instead the of the Hallmark movie we need to pitch, instead of them being in heaven with God, they're at the North Pole with Santa. They all got raptured to the North Pole because they were good boys and girls. A tribulation Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I also I, I'm reviewing some notes that I went over here, and my first one is Chloe felt the need to destroy Christian with facts and logic. <laughs> okay yeah 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 let's talk about that scene so uh-huh. in the airport i don't remember how the conversation starts exactly but a woman approaches buck williams because he like he wrote a book about natural disasters called act of god uh-huh wait yeah. buck did buck wrote a book yeah buck. It, and it was in the it was in the airport library Buck doesn't believe in god does he 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 ain't afraid of the ghosts he doesn't he does not believe in the holy spirit but what is what is his book i must have missed some of this like what why is it called that it's called at like it's about natural disasters and it's called acts of god and i think it's like look at all this devastation how could there be a divine creator and then that woman comes up to him in the airport and was like don't you see it's all a sign and and she is very much portrayed as a crazy woman. And oh, so absolutely. I was confused about like she's definitely she ends up being correct and she was right. we can only she's assume 100% taken up, spot on. She was taken up to be in heaven with God and mm-hmm. um we're, we I don't know how we were supposed to feel about her in that moment cuz I definitely felt like we were supposed to be on Chloe's side when <laughs> she destroyed her with facts and logic. Yes. Yeah, this movie doesn't take a direct stance of being like, look at these dumb non-believers, you know? It really uh, doesn't, and it almost tilts in the other direction. Because Yes, it, goes, it, it makes it seem like, look at all these crazy Christians which who I guess, happen to be right. Yeah, Chloe's mom slash Ray's wife, I guess, is portrayed as a nice lady, but mm-hmm. you're you're almost like pitying her more because you've already seen chloe destroy her with with facts and logic and then she goes up to heaven and you're like okay she is right and now she's in heaven with god but yeah she seems more naive than informed i suppose yes so that yeah the scene confused me because i didn't know how we were supposed to receive that woman yeah this lady comes up and is talking about buck like you've seen all these hurricanes and mudslides and whatnot and don't you think that this is a sign of the end times and chloe out of the blue butts in and lets this lady have it uh-huh and, and chad that, michael murray is impressed and this is the spark to their relationship he's <laughs> like oh i am also a militant atheist <laughs> i like to i like what did he say he's like liked what you said back there Wasn't yeah it's something like saying that it. <laughs> yeah she was like i'm preparing to destroy my mom with facts and logic later yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Chad Michael Murray was very much into her because of the way that she was rude to a lady at the airport. Yes. Well, so the lady was also rude to her, but like she wasn't part of the conversation, and she just jumped in. Um, yeah. I when you were doing the ten thousand foot view, there was one thing that I said I wanted to talk about more because you did say that uh, Rayford Steele is cheating on his wife by taking this yes. flight attendant to a U2 concert. Yeah. So or they said did they say U2 or Bono? They say U2. Okay. Um but 
I, I was a little confused about what was actually happening there in the airport because somebody brings Chloe the U2 tickets, right? Yes. And, and I that's was how she figures out first. that her dad is having an affair? Yes, I was confused at first, but then I pieced it together later. Um, and I, I was going to ask you, and then I realized what, ha- what okay, happened. Please explain. So they're flying to London. U2 is performing in London. Uh-huh. Uh, As they are wanted to do. Yes, and Ray said, oh, I just got called onto this flight. But then the guy in the little airport scooter said, it took me two weeks to find your dad these tickets. So it's like, oh, he had it planned all along that he was actually going to London, but he just told his family that he got called in. I see. Okay. So he wasn't give, I For some reason, I interpreted it as he was giving her the tickets, and I was like, why oh, would he no, be no. giving them to her? I it's see. like, that hey, give, you, give your daddy these tickets. So that's how she pieced it together because she knew that it was a prearranged thing. Okay, yes. that makes sense. And then she wrote in the envelope, this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she didn't sign it. She didn't sign it, Chloe. She had to leave that detective work to Rayford. Right. Um, I, have a, um, I have a problem with the fact that we don't find out which members of you two get raptured to go get to raptured be, i had the same thought <laughs> we know bono's up there i i know yeah. that not all of like i know all of the you two guys are not christians i think but i think i know bono is and i think they're split on it and that's like what people like to talk about with them because they're like yeah man bono's a christian but some of his bandmates aren't he's so, so chill do you, that would have been great if there was a moment in the movie where <laughs> chad michael murray came in and was like it's around the world and nick cage goes Tell me, where what happened to Bono? And you're like, you can't find him, Ray. We, <laughs> we found an empty tour bus with the edge sitting in the back. It was it was in a ditch. We found it. We found an empty tour bus with a pile of black clothing and tinted sunglasses. We have to believe it was Bono. Oh man! Did did you also when uh, Rayford was having his moment where he realized they're up in heaven with God? Which he says again, uh, or, or it's implied that he says it. Um, and when he's talking, he's like, my wife knew, she knew the the rapture, the clothes being there. is like, wait, right? Yes. yes, he says that, and that is not a thing that's in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an instruction manual. <laughs> They're not telling you exactly what will happen. So his wife, having not, like, his wife doesn't live in a world where the movie Left Behind exists, so there's no Correct. reason that she should be saying, yeah, and they'll all disappear, and their clothes will still be there. <laughs> uh-huh. One one thing that this move this movie did um, that was interesting. I won't say it was better than the first one. And I texted you that I audibly gasped when I saw this happen. When people actually got raptured and you see it happen. Yeah, that honestly was extremely upsetting to me. So it was me too. You only <laughs> okay, see good. it happening with the kid, right? Yeah, with her brother. He. He, she hugs him, and then you hear, like, a clap of thunder, and the camera shakes, and then no, there's, like, a little puff of smoke. You don't even hear thunder, I don't think. that That's what was the most unsettling to me, was that I don't think there was really much of a sound effect. It was really? like There was, like, a weird little flash, and then he was gone. There was some yeah. kind of sound effect, but it wasn't, like, a big boom. It was really strange. Yeah. So you felt upset by that as well. Yeah, I was watching. I was kind of like, 
<clears throat> I think I happened to be looking away at the moment right when that happened. And I, but when I looked back, she was hugging empty clothes and I went, whoa. And I had to like, <laughs> yeah. go back a yep. little bit. To I see had to Chandler was watching TV and I was watching this on my iPad and she asked me cause I, she's like, what's wrong? Cause I went <gasps> like audibly out loud cause it was disturbing to see. Well, there's um, no warning. Like it just happens. There's absolutely no. There's no. Not even like the score's not building to like cue you to think that something well, mysterious it, is about to happen. It just happens. Yeah, they're trying to actually psych you out because it's just like, man, this is the best day ever. They're like skipping around the mall and they're like, "I love you, sister. I love you too, little brother." Thanks hug, for hug, my hug. baseball glove. Thanks for my baseball glove. Um, yeah, and then she hugs him. And it's like, op thing. You got too comfortable with him, Chloe. God took him away to heaven. He's now in heaven with God. Um, yeah. Every time in the movie that someone said, like, where is he? Or where'd they go? I, under mm-hmm. my breath, was saying, they're in heaven with God. They're in heaven with God. Yeah. Good. Good joke. Uh, also, it took the crowd that wasn't, in the like, mall. To be clear, that wasn't a joke. I literally was doing that while watching oh. the movie. <laughs> you had to let them know what happened. Yes. Um, it took everyone in the mall approximately three minutes to resort to looting. Uh, yeah, they were just like taking everybody's stuff, which yeah, I mean, I guess that's to show like, hey, it's the bad people here. It's the only the bads are left over. They're yep. all stealing yep. each other's stuff. Yeah, what did you think about the little the little ensemble in the airplane with Rayford? Um, they were kind of fun. I could see a fun little TV show about them. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. a survival drama. The um, little the the guy the little person uh, from Pirates of the Caribbean he made yeah, an appearance. Our friend, what's his name in Pirates of the Caribbean? I can't remember. Uh, Tim. Tim. Yeah. Uh, Martin Kleba is the actor's name. Yeah, and his whole character arc was being upset that everyone was staring at him for being a little person. Yes, and, and he did not like Muslims. Yes, he yes he was he did not like the guy on the plane who was a Muslim, and it seems like they're trying to, like, trick you into, they're like try it's trying to be a misleading thing like oh, you thought that the Muslim would would be like a shady guy, but actually he's really nice, and I'm like no, I didn't actually assume that you didn't yeah. get me left behind, but. <laughs> But he's like this actually was in like the, the height nice of Islamophobia guy. too, right? Like one of the heights. Yeah, twenty fourteen, I guess, would have been right up. I mean, yeah. So you're I, gonna say right after nine eleven? <laughs> no, but eh, okay, thirteen years after. But um, yeah, and they were just like, <laughs> I don't, I didn't really understand the role of his character. I guess they were. I was supposed to be surprised that he was nice. I guess because there is well, a they, moment where you are yeah. led to believe that he's like hiding guns on the plane, and then. He's not. Yeah, yeah. They they do a thing where uh, the the actor from Pirates of the Caribbean is like digging through his bag, and then he's like, "You want to see what's in my bag?" And then he reaches in, and you see him pull something out, and then you hear a gunshot, but it's a gun. It switches scenes, and it flips over to Chloe running past a bank where a banker shoots a a bad guy in the chest yes. with a gun, and then it cuts back to the 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 guy in the airplane, and he's just got a toothbrush. <laughs> And you're supposed to be like, oh, okay. He's and they're good. like, they're like, you audience, you you jerks, you thought he was a bad guy, you and we're like, <laughs> we're like, no, we didn't. You you Shame tried to make y'all. us think that he was. We got you. <laughs> and then uh, uh, 
Jordan Sparks' character somehow miraculously brought a gun into the plane. Yeah, how did she, she do that? that? I That's don't impressive. know. Did she like swallow yeah. it? I don't know. She just pulls it like out of her seat. She's like, "Where's my daughter?" and then pulls out a revolver or like a, a Glock out of her seat. And everyone's like, "Whoa, okay, lady." <laughs> And then uh, she gets stressed and threatens to shoot herself in the stomach, which is an interesting choice, but, you know, teach their own. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Whatever whatever you're into. <laughs> However you feel like going, Jordan Sparks. Um, but, yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting. I also thought that it was cool in the airplane how there were a lot of panning shots to show how many children were in the plane just so you could see them disappear. Yeah, and on that note, um, in the airport, when we see the rapture happening in the airport, uh-huh. you see a bunch of balloons float up to the ceiling to show that and a bunch all of, the... Yeah. Because only and a bunch kids of hold balloons. fall to the ground. Did you notice that? No, I didn't notice that. They fall it was, to, the, to the ground. Yeah, like, you see clothes falling to the ground. Not really sure what was happening. What do you mean, like, from the sky? Yeah. Like, when they're in the mall, um, you see, like, a bunch of balloons float up to the ceiling, and then you see a bunch of kids' clothes fall to the ground. So maybe for the kids, they when they fly up to heaven, their their clothes go with them for a bit, but then their bodies dissolve and the clothes oh, fall back So you down. can't see the children naked, is what you're saying. Yes, that's what it is. It's to protect gotcha. them. No, that, I mean, they're underage. That makes sense. That makes but, sense. Uh, it was really nice of them to think of that. Yeah. Um... So, what do you think about the fact that this mom showers with her necklace on? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking the same thing. She showered with, um, you know, her necklace, um, you know, her rings, her her earrings, and I just uh, got to thinking, does my wife do that? And I, I asked her, and she does not. She does not shower with her jewelry on. Yeah, I mean, I feel like most people don't. Yeah. In fact, I take my ring off when I wash my hands. That's how much I don't want to get it wet. Wow. Or or when you are washing your hands, you're aware that you look particularly handsome. And mm-hmm. in case some pretty ladies walk by, you don't want them to know that you're married. Yeah, take my ring off. I always fly without my ring. That's BS. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so, Nicolas Cage. That's not a good excuse. Nicolas Cage is portrayed to be kind of a stud in this, right? Uh, I don't know. I guess so, because the flight attendant is pretty into him, but I don't think I would think he was a stud if I saw him. She's not into him for, like, his money or, like, free YouTube tickets or whatever. No, She's, like, his funny Rayford's jokes. kind of funny. Yeah. yeah, he's a funny guy. She, because, like, later, <laughs> she just starts laughing randomly, and then someone's like, what are you laughing about? And she goes, oh, I was just thinking about Ray's joke. That guy cracks me up. <laughs> And I don't remember what his joke was. Did we actually hear the joke? Yeah, it was something like, I can, I'm trying to remember the joke. It's like a man brings two dead rabbits to the gate and drops them and is like, I can only have one carry-on. And that that's literally the joke. Airport humor. Airport humor. And they're like, ah, Ray, you got me with that one. Um, but yeah, you, you mentioned something earlier where Chloe tries to kill herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, or is attempting to kill herself. She's thinking about it. And that, to me, was interesting. And here's why. Okay. Uh, she, like, realized, oh, man, the Bible is real. Uh, God's not dead. 
He's surely alive. She, He's living on the outside, roaring like a lion. Or yeah, and then inside? she yeah. decides. She then she decides to off herself, where she knows what the alternative is. You know, if I die, I'm not a Christian, so I will go to hell. But I can't stand this right now, so bye bye. You know. Yeah, that is interesting. I feel like that is. Um, she has received undeniable evidence that Christianity yeah. is true, and she does, and she still has not turned to it. And she's like, I guess I just will go to hell now. <laughs> I had my chance. Hell, it is. So, oh, also, I found it interesting that there were never, there was never a full family that got raptured together. You know, it was always bits and pieces. Like half true. of a family was raptured, or. You know, just the wife or just the kids. It was never the full family that went together. That's really interesting. I don't really think that is reflective of reality. <laughs> I don't think no, there are that not. many split religion families. I mean, there's some, yeah. but it's not that normal. I mean, in Christianity especially, you know, it's almost like don't, don't, don't get married with somebody. Yeah, that you're not supposed to do that. Do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, the idea is that uh, Chloe's mom, Ray's wife, became a Christian somewhat recently, right? Right, but there were like these old married couples that yeah. one of them disappeared. Yeah, that's a little weird. Um, what do you think about the general structure of this movie compared to the original one? Like, the fact that it focuses on the airplane rather than doing all this Antichrist stuff... Uh, mm. I mean, that's why I got lower marks than the first one. That's so interesting because I think it works way better than the first one, even, as, even though it's an awful movie. Explain yourself. It, because the, the, I know what this movie's about. It's about some people on an airplane trying to survive. Now, like, ev- there's so many like moving pieces to the original one that don't really come together at all, and I just think it's trying to do too much in one movie. This one is just like an airplane drama, and then we also have... You know, Chloe, who's trying to figure out what's going on on Earth and trying to help her dad land the plane. Like, it's much more right. focused. But, but that, like, the backdrop of the of being a Christian movie, you know, doesn't necessarily work in that context. Why? It's Why like not? That, I don't understand that. I mean, like, it could be anything else, you know? It could just be a, oh, man, the world is ending, and... Yeah. You but know, they talk about Christianity a lot. Yeah, but it's just like, okay, it could be a Christian movie, but why Left Behind? That's what I'm getting at. Like, why Left Behind? Why are you calling it Left Behind when it's very clearly not what the original one was or not like what the book was at all? I still feel like it is. I just feel like it's not, there's no Antichrist stuff. Um, yeah, but that was the best part. That's what everyone's I, here for. I don't think I agree with that at all. <laughs> oh, man, I do. I do. Maybe I like Nikolai Carpathia. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, maybe we, I'm in the minority, but I liked the the geopolitical nonsense that went on in the first one. I say yeah. I like it. I thought it was redeemable. I guess so. Um, so what? Let's talk cast. Um, okay, Nicholas Cage. Do we, do we like him? Yeah, no, I like him actually. <laughs> In this movie, you like him? Yeah, I mean, I saw a bunch of reviews. Spoiler alert: We'll get to those later. But where everyone was saying he was phoning it in, and he definitely was phoning it in. But you know, he at least tried a little bit. He had some charisma. 
Um, I don't think he was phoning it in. I think he was trying. I mean, there were, you know, he wasn't the same level of rage that you usually get from Nick Cage, but uh, he at least had some star, innate star power to him. I, I feel like he was operating at the level that Nicolas Cage always operates at, which oh. was uh, fine. I thought he was fine. Uh, Passable. Let, okay. Let's compare our boy Chad Michael Murray to our boy Kirk Cameron. Who's the better oh, man. buck? Who, who is our buck? Looks-wise? Yeah. Chad Michael Murray. That's our buck. That's our buck. But <laughs> buck-wise... Kirk Cameron. You're crazy. Shut up. Stop. No. You're, no, I'm sorry. Chad Michael Murray was far more handsome. I agree. But as far as just being, you know, like an interesting, compelling person to watch, I guess. I'm sorry. I, you I, need I like to Kirk. shut up and be... I, this is the end of this podcast. You are trying <laughs> to like the original better than this movie. And this movie is simply better. You need to accept it. No, it's not. It's just a worse... I mean, it's bad for what it is. It's bad. It's extremely bad, and the other one is extremely bad even more. Mm. I disagree. Yeah, aren't aren't you and I better. just a pair? We are just a pair. Uh, um, but so why I, did you like Chad Michael Murray better? It, it, I mean, it's a competent acting performance, whereas Kirk Cameron can't, simply cannot act. He's a very bad actor. That's that. It, that's as simple as it is. Chad Michael Murray did not open his eyes once in this movie. I think he looks kind of like a Doll General Chris Evans in this movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's he's definitely he's trying to put on a look. He's trying to serve looks, as the kids say in this one. Uh huh. Yeah, he's much yeah. better. Um, he's very charismatic. I would definitely um let my daughter date him. <laughs> he's not good though. He met this. Probably teenage girl. I don't know. I think how we're old meant to believe they're about the same age. Mm, I don't actually, know. she actually seems older than him in this movie to me. Absolutely, she looks a little older, but yeah. I mean, just like per and personality, the way she carries herself, she seems older. But um, yeah, it, so he meets this girl at the airport, and then they are in love. And, and when and he wa- when he leaves her, he kisses her on the cheek, which was wild to me. <laughs> Well, player move, you know, first of all, but, uh, um, so. and then in the, uh, in the airplane cockpit, uh, when Ray and he are both in there together, he's Ray says, I haven't stopped thinking about Chloe and Buck goes, yeah, me either <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in front of her dad. And he, he's like, she's pretty special, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, this this man that has met his daughter uh, a few minutes ago, he he gives him f- full permission to pursue her. Yes, absolutely. He's like, hmm, nicely done, a reporter. Which I mean, he's you know probably does fairly well for himself. So, you know, I guess he's got those qualifications. Um, I feel like this movie just in general does a better job of explaining these characters and their dynamic than the original one does. Like having as stupid as it is that they fall in love after three minutes in a Cinnabon. Um, uh-huh. I think having them meet early in the movie before he gets on the plane makes, yeah, that makes total, much that more makes sense. It works yes. way more <laughs> rather than their first encounter being, she finds him sleeping on their couch and then they're in love by the end of the movie. Uh, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, it's that, more that like a meet cute in an airport. 
It was, but it was less of a meet cute and more of a meet. I want to have your children. Let's yeah. let's make a family type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's okay with dad. Yep. Oh, dad fully endorses it. Yes. Um. But let's see. I'm 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 perusing my notes right now just to see if I have anything else worthwhile. Oh, a woman does heroin in the bathroom. Yeah. If this movie is real and raw, if nothing else. And then she ends up saving. She ends up being the Christian or the wannabe Christian. Yeah. Um, I had I had exactly one laugh out loud moment in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. Um, and it was. I don't think you would guess this. It was uh, so toward the end when she's trying to help them land a plane. She's talking to Buck. Sorry, Cameron mm-hmm. on the phone. And uh, <laughs> she calls him Cameron. He he goes. Um, Chloe, I need you to open the the compass app on your phone. And she opens her phone and pulls up the compass app and it goes bleep. And the thing that pops up looks like some sort of like Jumanji iPhone game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was like it looks like a treasure, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That was very funny to me. Everyone has phones from 2009 in this 2014 movie. Correct. Um, Also, when she is getting their attention she makes an explosion and they're like there that's it yeah you know the world's ending maybe it was just an explosion that's true like just fly towards that ball of fire we're we're safe now mm-hmm. yeah um and the the man kicks the other man out of the plane and it's played for laughs yeah yeah he kicks um our boy marty from pirates of the caribbean right out, yeah. out of the plane yeah, it's played for laughs too. Well, mm-hmm. I have no more notes um, on this film. My you? kind of final thoughts are just that this movie is more. This movie seems to be more interested in the ph- philosophy, th- more than the eschatology. Like it's like the questions of like, why does God let bad things happen? How can yes, God exist? Absolutely. At least for the first hour of the movie, and then it does absolutely nothing to not just answer those questions, but nothing to have the characters come to terms with those questions in any way. It just raises all of them and doesn't explore them. Yeah. It, it, it kind of leaves you with the thought of, Oh, okay. Well, I guess he does do bad things. And yeah. these are the people that that got the butt of it, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And uh, so who actually converts to Christianity by the end of the movie? I don't think any of them. I don't think any right? of them do. That's weird. Like, Nicolas Cage definitely is like, oh, I was wrong, and this is all yeah. real. So we can kind of assume that he will. But he doesn't, like, sit down and pray the prayer like he does in the other movie. Right. Chloe has the Bible throw moment where she throws a Bible out the window. Which is, you could argue, that's the opposite of converting to Christianity. Right. Yeah, in fact, she's like, she seems full-on resentful. She's like, well, I didn't get it early on, so screw all this. That I'm is going really down, I'm going down hard. That's so interesting that none of them convert, actually, because yeah, you. I feel like that is kind of as cheesy as it is. That kind of needs to be everyone's character arc, but yeah. it doesn't happen for any of them. And well, it doesn't give any type of closure. You're just resided to think, okay, these people, unless they set up a sequel, which they kind of do a little bit. Well, they were probably just, trying to, yeah. Yeah, you're just resided to think, okay, these people are going to live in ter- turmoil and darkness their entire lives. You know, nothing redeeming happens for these people. But at least they have each other. Right, exactly. The three of them. Friends, mm-hmm. together. 
and even the flight attendant, you know, she just kind of walks off at the end. Yeah. Ray's we like, don't... I'm sorry. And she's like, whatever. <laughs> and yeah. then leaves. We don't get to um, see her become the Antichrist personal assistant or whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I was waiting for that moment where she's like, thank you, by the way, Buck. You got me into the program or whatever it was. Thank- by the way, Buck, I have become uh, assistant to Satan. Yeah, yeah. What does that make her? Like an archangel? I don't know, man. Head demon. Head demon. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yep. Well, uh, I have all, I have all my thoughts out I, of my body for this one. I have all my thoughts out of my body too. I don't want to think about this movie anymore. Isn't it refreshing to think that we don't have to ever watch a Left Behind movie again? Probably. Well, we don't have to talk about it ourselves, but we have to hear other people talk about it. That's right, folks. It's time for Hot Takes. I've been missing Hot Takes. I feel like we've been doing a lot of sinful moments lately. So Yeah, it's been a little obvious. I mean, when a movie is so bad, it's, it's just kind of obvious. And spoiler alert, people did not like this movie. Interesting. At least on IMDb. Were you able to find any um, good reviews? Well, well, let's start with this one. Uh, okay. This one comes from Sean Crump. Uh, on this is from IMDb, by the way. Hot takes is where we go online and we find what other people thought about this movie. Um, but Sean Crump gives it a seven out of ten. Uh, and then he wrote obvious dot dot dot, (laughs) and uh, he wrote spoil warning spoilers. You know, like how IMDb does that red text warning spoilers. Uh, he said after the first ten minutes after the incident. It was obvious to me this was caused by Thanos. And then he did two crying laughing faces. All right, Sean. So, uh, Sean. Okay, Sean. Maybe he should be on the podcast, Mr. Jokes over there. Yeah. Honestly, Sean got me. Um, Thanos kind of is the Antichrist. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this next one comes from Mommy Facebook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mommy Facebook also says spoiler she gives it a one out of ten i'm assuming she gives it a one out of ten and says rich movie five aircrafts um (laughs) but she gave it a one star but i guess one star is five aircrafts in the rating system uh Uh, yeah i guess but she says she says simply amazed by how many aircrafts they use to shoot this movie at the gate airbus a300 when it's flying, Boeing 767. <laughs> when, <laughs> That's when, the so cam- funny. when the cameras shoot flight deck from outside, and yes, with Nicolas Cage in it, Boeing 747. When performing emergency landing on thin highway, Boeing 737. <laughs> <laughs> when everybody is safe and sound, and the aircraft behind them was being shown on the ground, Boeing 717. Wow, they must have had a lot of money to make this movie to use five different aircrafts. <laughs> 16 million to be exact. So she's what she's assuming is that Nicolas Cage flew this plane <laughs> and they filmed him from the outside. And he not only flew the plane, but he landed it as well. Um, great news, this movie did make 27 million. So Oh, they did it. They, did, they, they didn't did lose it. money. They landed the well, plane. Yeah, they landed it. They did it, yeah. Um, So that's all that I have from IMDb. IMDb score overall gave it a 3.8 out of 10. Hmm. However, we're not done, folks. Because if we move from the sin refuge 
the pit of hell refuge from IMDb all the way over to the glorious land of Amazon, where this movie clocked in at a 4.38 out of 5 uh, wow. from user reviews. Wait, yeah. excuse me? Out of 4.38 out of 5? Yeah, yeah, 4.38 so out of 5. only Christians on the... reviewed this. Well, yes, basically. It got a lot of 5-star reviews. I believe um, it was like 68% 5-star, I bet all of phenomenal. the all of the 5-star reviews just say eye-opening, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Kind of, yes. Uh, so the first one comes from Ladine. Uh, Ladine gives it a 5 out of 5, and she says, you should see this. Um, and then the review says, I already felt did it, as though I was there. <laughs> uh, she said, felt as though I was there. Uh, and then the final review that we have here comes from Matt. Uh, Matt gives it a 5 out of 5 and says, super easy setup. Uh, and then the review says, complete coverage of 3,000-square-foot ranch with a basement and attached garage. Super easy setup. Very impressed. Wait, what? That was Matt's review for the movie Left Behind. <laughs> did, did he think he was reviewing a table? He said, complete coverage of 3,000-square-foot ranch with basement and attached garage. Super easy setup. Very impressed. So what did he think he was reviewing? I was trying to think that too, and my thought is maybe linoleum flooring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably something like that. Yeah, so yeah. that's uh, that's been hot takes, folks. Everyone loved it. Everyone loved it. Everyone loved the movie, and everybody loved that hot takes segment. Great job. Well, now we have to put it through the gauntlet. We got to make Nicolas Cage answer for his crimes and we have to answer these three questions that we ask of every movie that we talk about on this show is this good for kids is it good for adults and does it stand the test of time uh mm. so what do we want to do for a test of time since this was new to both of us and it's do i we, mean what do we how does it do compare <laughs> against <laughs> yeah yeah let's the original. let's say how does it compare to the original is the third question okay sure um is it good for kids what do you think that is a big no, even though you see the kids get raptured and they're safe, but no, it's not good for kids. Well, even though they are safe, like it is very upsetting just seeing a child disappear and his, his mm-hmm. clothes left behind. Yes. Is that what it is left behind? It's talking about their clothes? Yeah, it's talking about their clothes. <laughs> yep. It's talking about the balloons and the doggies. Yep. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a big old no for this daddy. It's a no for me, too. Uh, I would not allow my children to watch this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this movie good for adults, Clint? No, it's not. I was trying to think if it could be in any capacity, but it's not. It's not good for adults. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's very bad. Yeah, there's no reason for me to try to make an argument that's good for adults. It's a bad movie. No. Good. Good, good. Uh, does it stand the test of time? And by that, I mean, does it compare... <laughs> Is it better than the original? We'll say that. I, I'm saying no. Or or does it measure up to the original? So you say yeah. no. Yeah. Um, I think it's better than the original. I think. Wow, I, so you love this one. I don't love this one. I don't really understand why you seem to love the original so much. <laughs> I didn't love the original. It's just. I think this one is competent. What it is. Base, it's more competent in every single way, even though it is extremely bad. Fans out there, let me know if you understand what I'm what if you're picking up what I'm putting down. Why did it have to be called Left Behind? It didn't. It could have been called I, Scary I don't understand in, in a World that. Plane Crash. 
I don't understand that because it is the rapture that is happening, and it is them coming to terms with the fact that God exists and He took all the Christians away. That is what's happening in the movie. But it's, it's still missing very a lot of core part. It's missing a lot of core parts of what we love from the Left Behind content. Well, yeah, because they thought it was going to be a hit, and they were going to make twenty nine more movies, and they were going to get into Nikolai in the next movie. Yeah, but the I mean, just by the bones itself, they they don't really tee this movie up to have a sequel until the last thirty seconds of the dang thing. I mean, they, they set it up to be kind of a standalone movie for the majority, you know, 99% of it, where it's like, okay, Nicolas Cage has got to land this plane. I don't need them dropping hints about Nikolai Carpathia in there and stuff like that if they're not going to put him in this movie. That would be silly. Yeah, but if they're going to tee it up for a sequel, they got to drop that there's going to be no, a they big don't. villain. They don't have to. You I literally don't have do. to do that. Is this the end of our podcast? Why are we arguing about this? The bo- <laughs> both, both movies are bad, and that's all that matters. I'm sorry, I love you. I love you too, and this movie gets a one out of six, so it is going. Uh, what did we do with the last one? We didn't. We, no, we I mean, it, it stayed it on got, Earth. It got left behind on Earth, and this one is also being left behind on Earth. In the mall. In the mall, and it. <laughs> oh man, there's a bunch of clothes everywhere, balloons floating up <laughs> to the ceiling. <laughs> to show that kids died. <laughs> no, they didn't die. Well, uh, kind of. Because kids can't die. That's true. Kids cannot die. I've kids, seen if the you're listening to movies. this, kids can't die. That's true. No kid dies. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's the end of it for this one, right? That's the end of it. What are we doing next on the show? Are we doing Mulan? Af- nope. After a lot of debate, probably the most debate that we've had in a while about what we're doing for the next one. Yeah, it actually uh, did get kind of heated. <laughs> I don't want to say no, heated. Not we- heated. It was over text, so yeah. I didn't read it as heated. But I was stomping uh, around my apartment angrily. Good, it it worked. Uh, but after much debate, we are doing. Can I get a drum roll? Yes, you can. Okay. Flubber, we're doing flubber, guys. That's we're doing a right. fun one. Everybody's favorite. Jello movie. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I Everyone. don't remember what Flubber is, to be honest. Everyone's favorite Goop Man movie. Everyone's favorite Goop Boy. Isn't it? It's and, Robin Williams, right? I truly yeah, don't Yeah, it is anything. Robin Williams. And this one, we, we kind of had to decide what could be a one off because right after that, we are made our way, folks, into spooky season. Yeah, it's spooky season. And then let's just kind of tease this a little bit. It's spooky yeah. season. And then obviously in December, we always do Christmas movies. We got something fun planned for November, too. Uh-huh. Uh, so do we? It's, can it's you, gonna I be, can't remember. Can you tell me off mic? <laughs> yeah, I'll remind you off mic. It was, uh, I don't remember whose idea it was, but I'm very excited about it. Um, so we've got like three months of um, blank month, <laughs> basically. So that'll yeah. be fun. But we'll do some spooky stuff in October, but before that, we're going to do some goopy stuff. <laughs> yeah, one goopy thing, and then some spooky thing, and then some something in between that I can't remember, and then Christmas. And then Christmas. I'm looking at the IMDb page for Flubber, because I know I've seen it, but I don't remember much about it. Mm-hmm. An absent-minded professor discovers Flubber, a rubber-like super bouncy substance. Now, you know this is a remake, right? What? There is a the original. It's it's not called Flubber, but it's from like the '60s, and it's What's like it called? uh, it's the something professor. I it's think not it's the nutty professor. No, it's not that. I think it's the absent-minded professor. Yeah, 1961, the absent-minded professor. Um, he makes Flubber, 
But this what? one, they called it Flubber because that's too long of a title. Kids can't say that. The Absent-Minded Professor. This looks... It was nominated for three Academy Awards. You know what's funny is we went back and forth so many times trying to find a one-off movie that was just one movie. And then I realized as we announced this that it, this is a remake. remake. <laughs> but we're not going to well, do the original one because nobody cares about old movies. Nah, this this ain't the AFI Top 100 <laughs> Movies podcast. Dang right. Yeah. No, I had no idea. I used to love this movie. And it was a Walt Disney movie, too. Um, Isn't there a little yellow robot that flies? There is. It's like his girlfriend. Yeah. And there's a little yellow robot that it's flies. It's his Karen, like Plankton's Karen. Yeah, meaning in the sense of that Karen, and it's not a it's rude, a, racist lady. There is a Karen in this movie. <laughs> yep. Hey, kids, there's a Karen in this one. There's a Karen in this one, so be prepared for that. My uh, mother uh, my mother had an existential crisis about the name Karen because her name is Karen. Mm, and is she changing it? No, but she did cry. <laughs> oh, no. She That's said, why sad. is everyone so mean? I'm nice. It's <laughs> just like, no, Mom, they're not talking about you. Oh, man. So write my mom a letter, yeah, everyone. Right. Everybody needs to appreciate Clint's mom. Um, so we are on all of the social medias that you use and know and love. We have a Twitter account. It's at Purely Nostalgia. We have an Instagram account. It's at Purely Nostalgia Pod. I'm also on Twitter at Elisha P. Smith, and it's the same username for Letterboxd. And I'm also on Twitter and Letterboxd at Clint J.H. Page. The J.H. stands for Jazz Hands. Additionally, if you like what you hear, give us a five-star rating on iTunes uh, or wherever where you listen to podcasts. We're also on Spotify, so you can give us a review there. Uh, five stars goes a long way on making sure we are at the top of the list for nostalgic and purely based content. Give us five stars on Letterboxd, too. Yeah, while you're at it. I don't know if you can review podcasts, but start the trend. You can review, like, some TV shows, so, you know. Yeah, that's true. So why not? So why not? Nothing means anything anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we'll see you for goop time in two weeks. <laughs> get ready to get goopy, but until then, buddy, 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 that'll do, donkey. We'll see you soon. And Skinathra listening. I do think it would be funny to record like a Christmas episode at the beach. That would be <laughs> like fun. Cold. It's just cold and windy and loud. That would be the audio would be. Yeah, it would be really bad. Unless we got a tent and sat inside of the tent. But we could still, we still had the door open. It's just the wind was being blocked by the tent. Yes, officer. There's two grown men sitting, <laughs> sitting in a tent <laughs> recording. They're fully, they're wearing blue jeans. They're fully clothed. Talking to their phone. Talking about Home Alone. <laughs> Daddy daycare. <laughs>